You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, y'all? On Locked On NFL, this is Tony Wiggins along with James Rapine on a Wednesday. It has been a busy couple of days here with the early tampering period. What's up, Jamie? How you doing? I'm doing well. It's wild in the NFL. Happy to be here, Tone. And uh, a lot, a lot to get to, starting with the GOAT. The GOAT. You know, there's a GOAT saying. Ever since I watched the Michael Jordan documentary about um, every time someone asked him about somebody else winning MVP and he didn't win it, and he goes, there's a meme. So I took that personally, right? <laughs> well, Tom Brady, Tom Brady wins the championship, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, well, we now see who was responsible for all of those titles. And by the way, everyone who says that, I get why it's easy to say that. But let's not forget, too, Tom Brady has a stack, 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 stack roster last year. It is almost like at Monday at noon, Bill Belichick went, so I took that personally. And <laughs> he opened that wallet, Jack. And he signed every tight end from here to Todd Christensen, didn't he? he I mean, he, he just he signed every tight end he could. And uh, I, I think Bill is saying something here with the way that they approached free agency. He's saying seven and nine to hell with seven and nine. We're going after it. Cam Newton, Schmam Newton, doesn't matter who our quarterback is. He's going to have weapons in 2021. I like a lot what they did. I did too. I, I, I think, I mean, John U. Smith, I think he was one of the more underrated free agents. And yeah, look, you're, you're paying him 50 million bucks, 31 guaranteed. You're paying him money. Fine. Okay. I'm okay with paying for quality in my life. And I think John U. Smith is a guy, like if I told you he breaks out for 800, 900, maybe even a thousand yards in New England because Cam, you know, plays at, at a, a level that, that is, uh, you know, close to, you know, 2017 and not 2021. Like, I don't think that's a shocker. You know, he's a, a really athletic guy. I watched a lot of him uh, for the Titans this past year. And, and I thought that he was uh, a little underutilized, so to speak. I, I would say right. underutilized is fine. And then, so they get him Monday. And I know we have a lot of signings in between. But then on Tuesday, yeah, they say, hey, if Jonu Smith isn't the best tight end, in free agency, you know who is Hunter Henry, mm-hmm. and we're getting him too because we are going to attack you uh, with the t- the tight end position. I love this because you're, you're talking about matchup nightmares. They added speed in Nelson Aguilar. I like kind of buying long Kendrick Bourne a little bit, even though I, I do think they might have overpaid for both of those guys. I think from a football standpoint on the field, they make sense along with Smith and Henry. So you're talking about speed. You're talking about two guys in Smith and Henry that can attack the seams and really be just threats all over the field. And, and who knows, maybe they go get another running back. I heard they were in on Leonard Fournette. You, you know, maybe that's what they're going to do is Cam runs it. They're physical in the trenches and they got these big tight ends that are just going to outwork you and outmuscle you for the ball. I could totally see that sort of being the blueprint for Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels and the Patriots in 2021. And remember the work that they did on the offensive line by going back and getting Trent Brown. Oh, also. yeah. So the thing is, is you can imagine what they're doing. They're creating gaps and seams. They still have Julian Edelman who can get in and out of every break. You now have linebackers that are going to be matched up on those two tight ends. Every running back they have is a pass catcher, right? You have a quarterback that even though he's not what he used to be, he can still run the ball. And now you have Nelson Aguilar, 
who can really, really challenge that safety. They're going to create seams and pockets and holes in seemingly every single defense that they can play against. They won seven games last year with a boatload of opt-outs and a bunch of guys you didn't know. Do not count out the GOAT. And I'm going to go back again. <laughs> and I took that personally, right? I really do think that that man is great for a reason. And Tom Brady being great and being able to win and Bill Belichick being great and, and being able to win are not something that are mutually exclusive topics. They both, the reason why they win six, not one or two, is because they both were great. And, and I think we need to realize that and acknowledge that. Some other weird things going on around the league. I've never seen anything like what I saw in Las Vegas. They basically cut their whole offensive line. It's the it's the weird it's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing I've ever and yeah. and for me just that sentence. I've never seen anything like I've seen in Las Vegas. Now, I could say that about a lot of things in Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I saw a sign in Vegas one time that says, uh, "We have." everything in stock or, or we have everything on sale when it's in stock or something like that. It was some crazy sign. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. If it's, if everything is always in stock, how is it on sale when it's in stock? You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it, you, you see wild stuff in Vegas all the time. This is crazy. They're, they're getting rid of everybody. And I just don't understand what it is, John Gruden and what it is, Mike Mayock are trying to accomplish, but reputations are on the line here and it's head scratching. It's head scratching. And this is why you don't hire guys off of TV. <laughs> hey, you might be right. Hey, Urban came from TV. Now you're down but, in Jacksonville. But, we'll get but, to him coming but, up. But, but this isn't, but this isn't, this isn't a guy who's been on TV for 10 years. This is a guy who at least was coaching three or four years ago, but I will sure. get on him in a few minutes too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. But Rodney Hudson was the shocker, man. Like, He's a, Hall of Fame. he's a Hall of Fame center. Uh, he's damn good. I mean, the Bengals should sign him right now, the team I cover. Like, there's a lot of teams that should be in on him, right? I, I, I think uh, Ian Rappaport on Tuesday threw out the, the Cardinals. Like, to me, what the hell are you doing? Like, what are you thinking? And if you're Derek Carr, we've talked a ton about quarterbacks. If you're Derek Carr, you're like, man, I've been involved in trade rumors, and, yeah, they got shot down, at least as far as I know. But this is how you guys are going to do me? Yeah, I'm the one who's taking the blame here. And you're getting rid of my center, my guy, and I'm sure they're close. I mean, this is a dude that, according to Pro Football Focus, has allowed just three sacks since 2015, right. has played thousands of pass blocking snaps, three sacks in five years. That's insane. The Bengals wished their center position was like that. And a lot of teams do in, in that consistent. So I, I, I'm confused and I, I really do wonder what what the move is here what they're trying to do, what the, the plan is. And that's the problem here, Tony, with a lot of these teams is we have our priority list for each of these teams, right? As you look at the roster, fans of their respective teams have their priority list, but that doesn't mean the order that the team goes in is going to be exactly identical and line up with what analysts are saying, what podcast hosts are saying, what fans are saying. And so that's the part that is uh, an interesting marriage right now because the team might have one agenda first, second, and third, but they may still feel like, you know, that is a need, right? And, and, and agree on a lot of what fans are thinking, 
but uh, it's a struggle right now because you don't know their exact plan and your whatever team you're a fan of. And the Raiders, there are a lot of Raiders fans that listen to this show. That's a uh, it's a tough blow to see Hudson go. And I don't really know. There's got to be more to it, and I, I wonder when we're going to find out. Certainly, yeah. we don't know as we record this. Well, I certainly uh, wonder if there was a stronger presence. And 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 I'm not taking a swing at Mark Davis here, but I'm going to take a swing at Mark Davis here. Uh, the, the strength is John Gruden and, of course, Mike Mayock. But at some point, there has to be someone that walks into that room and, and comes in with a piece of paper and says, wait a minute now. You traded Khalil Mack in, in his prime, and Khalil Mack is the first ballot Hall of Famer. OK, yeah, uh, you traded Amari, Amari Cooper in his prime. And when I look at his numbers, the guy has a thousand yards in every single season. He's been in the league. You then did not draft uh, Josh Allen, but you drafted Cleveland Farrell and you just basically signed Yannick Ngakwe yesterday to a two year deal for twenty six million dollars, which tells me he's our pass rusher. Uh, and you drafted Farrell with the fourth overall pick. And you're definitely going to play Crosby on the other side. So I'm thinking that uh, the guys that you signed in free agency uh, for the last two years, none of them are still on the team. Um, I'm looking at him and I'm asking him, you then signed Antonio Brown when everyone knew that the elevator wasn't going all the way to the top and he was a problem in Pittsburgh. And we had that fiasco here and we lost money. And then you now have traded Rodney Hudson who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Released him. Released him, right. You released him. And then you traded Brady, uh, Grady, Grady Jackson. And then you signed Trenton Brown in his huge contract, and he's here for a year and a half, and he's gone. What, what are we doing here? And anybody else would not get this pass. Reggie McKenzie, in my opinion, who was fired to hire John Gruden, or once John Gruden got in, did a much better job of talent uh, assimilation or uh, uh, accumulation than John Gruden has done, and someone needs to call him out for it. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to come down to the Sunshine State of Florida and talk about the Bucks, Dolphins, and the Jaguars. <laughs> and, yeah, man. Yeah, man. We're going to run <laughs> through here, and then we'll touch up and come up your way and talk about Cincinnati with their uh, addition, uh-huh. maybe their addition by subtraction. We'll see. And then in the third segment, what we're going to talk about is something interesting that is re- something very interesting that has happened. We now see what people in the NFL think about the draft because – there are no wide receivers, very few that have been really, really signed, and none have been signed to big deals because teams value those guys in the draft for one. But some of the positions that have been signed have been oversigned in free agency, like the edge, and we now know that they don't value the guys as much with the edge positions. We'll take a look at the draft in terms of how does the landscape of the draft change with the picks in free agency and what that value board now looks like after these first few days and we'll do it in just a second on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. We've been telling you about Built Bar for months. It's the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Built Bar they're great because they they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bars. And guess what? They're covered in 100% chocolate, so it tastes like a candy bar. And now is the time for madness, you say. Yeah, madness. Built Bar Madness. You need to go to BuiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter and check out Built Bar Madness. Check out today's matchup. Make sure you're voting each and every day so we can crown a top 
protein bar because Built Bar, all their flavors, they're all amazing. And if you haven't tried them yet or you're new to the podcast, remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON15 at BuiltBar.com. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And be sure to check back and see who won each and every matchup during Built Bar Madness and who's going to become the best tasting protein bar. All right, man, we're right back here on a Wednesday. Here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL, I am Tony Wiggins along with James Rapine, and we have so, so much going on here with free agency and teams turning around, jockeying for a position. I just got a little rumor sent to me, man. Got a little rumor sent to me. Oh. I, usually, I usually don't do rumors. Break it, break it. Lay down, throw it out here. Live little, on a podcast. There's, there's a little juju talk going on in, between Vegas and Jacksonville. I, that shocks me. Because Urban Meyer says he wants to add speed, uh, speed and explosiveness, and juju ain't fast. What? You yeah, know who's I, fast? Curtis Samuel's fast, man. I, I just don't. Insane. Yeah, yeah. So I told Juju's he's, good, though, and he's physical. And, and, he's, and he's for all his, yeah, but all all his that, TikTok crap, all, yeah, I, and yeah, I agree. That, that, that stuff ain't going to work here. That's not going to – I'm telling you, it's not going to fly. Not with the program they're trying to build. You know where it will fly? Las Vegas, baby. Yeah, go out there and dance. fly Las Vegas. They'll put a statue up for you. Juju. Yeah, it, and billboard. They'll put a billboard up for you. They'll have Juju. That's right. Smith-Schuster live after the Blue Man Group. Or See, whatever, here, you know, whatever's playing. Here's what right, right, so here's what works. It, it flies until you drop a ball. Yeah. You know who you'll be around here? Drop a ball and, and make a play that's significant to a loss. You'll be old dancing, blank, blankety blank. That's who you'll be until <laughs> until until you catch a game-winning Super Bowl with a toe-tap catch in the back of the end zone. You'll be a dancing, blankety blank here in Jacksonville because whatever they like about you, they're going to talk about you as soon as you make a mistake. And they ain't going to let off you. They're going to roast you every single day down here. They roasted Urban Meyer today, man, because at least early this morning, because one thing that he had said since he's taken over is he's going to get the best of the best. We want the best staff. We want the best nutrition. We want the best this. We want the best that. We want the best of everything. The best, the best, the best, the best, the best. And then Urban Meyer proceeds to go out and give contracts to two special teams guys and a backup defensive tackle from the Bears. And folks around here were going, uh, where's the best? What do you mean? So, James, you know as well as I do, you need guys like that. Uh, on your team, you know Jamal Agnew is a very good returner. Okay, he was a he was an All Pro. Rudy Ford's a pretty good gunner and, and, and a good you know safety uh, depth guy and a good special teams player. Roy Robertson Harris, according to Lauren Cox from Locked On Bears, he told me he's a pretty good player. Just could never really start, but he's got some tools. And Philip Dorsett is a stretch the field guy, and you know. Yeah. I you guess know, he is. But you, I but guess you, he is. But yeah. you see, but you see what I'm saying. You see where yeah. I'm going, and then you're making a face with Car all these guys. You're like, ah. You see what I'm saying, Carlos Hyde, and so it, go, it makes me go back to the best of the best of the best. The thing is, is though they tried to get, uh, they tried to get John New. I believe they tried to get. At least this is what I was told. They went after Matt Judon, and I, I believe they tried to get Dalvin Tomlinson, but they were outbid from other teams. Players don't. They care about facilities and they care about the chefs and the nutrition. And, but they have agents that 
can give them advice. They have agents that can refer them to get chefs. They have agents that uh, can help them with real estate. They have agents that help them with their brand and can set them up with a masseuse. This is not college anymore. You know how you take care of your guys? Pay them. And on the first day that you get a chance to pay people, you get outbid by people that don't have as much salary cap space as you. And your selling point is all of these other things, except the things that players respect most. And that's money. So that's the first sign that Urban Meyer may, in my opinion, have to change his messaging. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Look, you're still Jacksonville. Like hey, wait, 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 wait. Time, 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 time out. Don't get what do you mean? What do you mean? It's 84 degrees outside and we ain't got no state taxes and we're surrounded by beaches. What do you mean we're still Jacksonville? That when people go to visit Florida and you know me, I know Jacksonville. I have family in Jacksonville, but no one's like, oh, let's go to Jacksonville. They think of Miami or they think of Orlando or they think of like 42 different cities in Florida. And the general person listening to this thinks that way. Don't roll your eye. I, dude, I live in Cincinnati. It's the same for Ohio. It's not like <laughs> people are, you know, lining up for that. I'm just being honest with you. But what I mean by you're still Jacksonville is the Jaguars organization is not thought of as this, this, group this now, organization that can say hey come for less now i'm on board with you t- t- take a little less you're still jacksonville tone and and that's that's the reality you might have urban meyer trevor lawrence coming down the pike that sounds great and in two years from now three years from now you might be able to do that where you're like oh hey no state tax get to play with trevor lawrence you got the goat in urban meyer one of them right you know you, you could have all you play this up but right now you can't do that. You have to pay, right? And, and, and really, I think the Browns are kind of the model here right. for any of these aspiring teams. You can become a destination pretty quick. And the not that the Browns are this, you know, above all destination, but certainly their profiles changed since, uh, since they had to give up a bunch of picks for Jarvis Landry four years ago, right? In, mm-hmm. the, in the way that they've upgraded that roster. So that's where the Jags are right now. And... I think they need to get some high-end talent. Now's the time. You're going to have a quarterback on a rookie deal. You have the cap space. Go get the Tier 1 and Tier 2 free agents. The Tier 4, Tier 5, you're going to find those guys. You know, If you have a good coaching staff, a good personnel department, you'll find those guys. And in this offseason, you'll be able to get those guys at a bargain rate. Go spend. And Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, by the way, is not a Tier 1. Kenny does Galladay, not, does not borderline move tier one. But most of the tier one guys, as we record this, around 5 o'clock Eastern on Tuesday, most of those guys are gone already. I think Curtis Samuel would be intriguing there. If you're looking for speed, Will Fuller certainly intriguing. But, you know, William Jackson the third, I thought they were in on him. Instead, they get a different quarter. I like that, though. I like that they went out and got Barrett from Seattle. I think he's an upgrade there. So they'd say, hey, we're Griffin. spending. They got Griffin. Sha- Shaquille. Or, Shaquille. Or Griffin. Yeah. I don't know why I said because ba- of yeah. Shaq. Mm-hmm. That's why. Gr- Sha- Shaquille uh, Griffin, excuse me. Hey, if they got Barrett, that would be crazy. Huh? Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but we'll see there. But uh, yeah, I, I like some of the moves. But you can't be afraid to pay. No, you can't be afraid. You can't. And you so can't. that's what they need to do right now. So I think that I think if Urban could have talked to the players, that's one thing. But you really negotiate with the agent. And then when you start negotiations, it's more of a bulky voice than an urban voice. And no disrespect to Trent Balky, but I, I, that's that's a very late 90s, early 2000 kind of coach speak. And I don't think that works with these guys. I'm going to give you a real quick lesson about Jacksonville. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. 
If you, and this tongue in cheek now, if you go to a bar. I've been to bars. Go four, ahead. four guys walk in from the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. One guy's from Miami. One guy's from Orlando. One guy's from Tampa. And one guy's from Jacksonville. And they all ask each other where you're from. And the guy from Jacksonville won't say he's from Jacksonville. He'll say, I'm from Duval. <laughs> you know what the rest of the guys will say? Ooh. You know who, you know who immediately becomes the alpha? The guy from Jacksonville. <laughs> They know we don't play up here. I'm telling you, man. So they can front and talk about where they're from and their cuisine and all of their little their little South Beaches and Collins and 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 all of their little, you know, all of that all of that foot. They can they can they can. But we're known as the bangum where they hang them. So there's an unwritten rule in Florida. They know who run Florida. Yeah, it's going to be Juju Smith Schuster. No, people when in he's Florida dancing. People in Florida. Beach. People in Florida know. They know who runs. Maybe who runs maybe he'll, he'll do his TikToks on Neptune Beach. You know, I don't know, man. Let's run through Florida, though, man. Let's go. Tampa. They, they're resigning everybody. I, I think Leroy Selman might pop up in there and get a new contract. They, they were creative. Tom Brady did what he did in New England. He took a pay cut and everybody else took a pay cut, too. I love what they're doing. The void years, keeping everybody. I think they're going to add pieces, too. Yep. Uh, there was a rumor James White could go there. Dude, if James White ends up there, that was the one thing they're missing. Is a dynamic a pass, pass catching catcher. running back. And yep. they were using Fournette, and it was okay. But, man, if you get James White in Tampa, oh, my Lord. I, there, was I, another, I there was another it, rumor. There was a rumor they are going to end up with Odell, too. And if that happens, I don't know how they play him. Uh, can you go six wide in the wide receivers? Oh, is it maybe possible? he plays a little quarterback. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to do it, but there was a rumor that they're going to they're gonna get Odell. But – uh, they're going to apparently they're working with Sue and Fournette right now to get both of them back in the fold. They're going to be first of all, they're going to run through that division. They're going to be the favorite to win it all again next year. And uh, Brady's going for number seven. Or is, yeah. does he have seven now? Yes. How many? He has now? Six? He's got seven. So he's, he's got seven. Going for eight. Yeah, he's going for eight. I, I will say, though, man, the Chiefs getting Joe Tooney. I didn't see that coming. I think That's that huge. was a that was a big deal for Patrick Mahomes. You beef up that interior of the offensive line. And uh, the Dolphins, you know what I want to see from the Dolphins? And this will be a good segue to our next topic. Everyone's talking about the Sean Watson. Can you get to a, a wide receiver? Yeah. There's a bunch out there. So I, I think we should talk about wide receiver coming up next. We will. And we're going to do that because um, we'll start out talking about the Dolphins and then we'll head right into our draft session. The board might have changed. The value board might have changed. So we'll take a look at that. Um, in our third segment here on Locked on NFL on a Wednesday, because it, it, it'll be time for us to talk about the draft. And that's what James and Tony, us, that's what we'll be doing in just a second here on Locked on NFL. I got to tell you about Bet Online, though, man. BetOnline.ag is the real deal. It's where you can get some paid money put in your pocket, some real cash, some real Skrilla. And there's only one place that you can get that, and it's BetOnline.ag. No faking, no fooling. You go on betonline.ag, enter the promo code, and you'll get 50% off as a welcome bonus when you do it. You don't have to bet on just football. You can bet on, you know, they got the madness going right now. They got hockey going right now. They even can bet on award shows. You could have bet on the Grammys the other night. TV, reality TV shows. All of that stuff is on betonline.ag. No frills, no gimmicks. Betonline.ag is the real deal. It's where we go, it's where we trust, and it's where you ought to go, it's where you ought to trust as well. I won some good money during the Super Bowl. 
I put my tickets on Twitter. Everyone saw it. So you know it's the real deal. For a 50% welcome bonus, go to betonline.ag and enter the promo code Locked On. All right, once again, third, final segment on Locked On NFL, James Rapine, Tony Wiggins. We were talking about the Dolphins needing a wide receiver. They can, they can attack this and get two. In fact, James, since both tight ends, all the marquee tight ends are gone, Pitts, his stock was already up. It is through the roof now. If the Dolphins grab a tight end in free agency, they have two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. They can get Pitts with that top pick that they have. Go ahead and get Pitts, and then if they want to double back and get another wide receiver, they can even do that when it gets to them at about number pick 18. Rashad Bateman. Rashad, Rashad Bateman. Bateman. And, and, they, and they could really, really open it up and say, okay, uh, Belichick, I, I, I'll, I'll see you and I'll raise you because now we're going to get – they got to figure out a way to get in some shootouts because Buffalo, New England are going to put up points, and the Jets even improved themselves a little bit. I like what the Jets did a little bit. I like what the Jets did, man. Corey yeah. Davis better than Nelson Aguilar. Well, Corey Joe, du- player, Joe Douglas, man. you got to figure out Joe Douglas is going to figure it out. Sooner Co- later. Corey Davis is a player. Carl Lawson, I'll tell you right now, his uh, his biceps, he could eat a whole box of built bars with one bicep. My man is is shredded. He's a great pass rusher. So, no, I, I like what the Jets did. But, yeah, I, I think Miami, look, the name of the game is get your quarterback and – they picked Tua for a reason, and while they may be lukewarm on him right now, he's their quarterback. Surround him with weapons. So, yeah, maybe they t- take uh, an offensive tackle at three. Well, right now, the wide receiver market, there's some bargains, man. Like, yeah. can you get Will Fuller on the cheap? Can you get Curtis Samuel on the cheap or Kenny Galladay? Because any of those guys, to me, stand out. And then what that's going to do, and this is the one knock on New England because we kind of praised them and, and just ran down everything at the top. They overpaid for Nelson Aguilar. I, I, I'll say that. I'll come out and say I, it, it's it's a good fit football wise. But man, if you could have waited a day or two and get Will Fuller, and and he's still out there as we record this, like I said, around five Eastern on Tuesday. I I, I like Fuller. I think he's a better player. Let right? me tell you. Let me let me let me tell you that line of thinking though. Fuller Fuller spends a lot of time in the training room. Sure. And I and I do believe that I, I, while he's way better. I just think that availability aspect for them, they need somebody who they know is going to be there. And Aguilar has at least proved to be a guy that will at least be available. Let's look in the draft real quick and talk about some positions based on what we've seen. We talked about all of the edge rushers that have gone. All of those guys went off the board. And I think teams, we've always talked about how teams uh, uh, place a premium on that position. Mm-hmm. They really, really, really did that yesterday. And that to me was a telltale sign that if they needed edge help, they wasn't, they were not going to find that too much in this year's draft. No, no. And and I think that's why you saw so many guys go so quickly. I mean, the moment, for example, I was covering it here, Lawson signs with New York, the Bengals had a backup plan in Trey Hendrickson, right? Right. The the defensive lineman, Matt Judon goes, I'm surprised your Jags didn't pivot and and go with someone. I thought they were going to be in on Lawson, by the way. Uh, but Judon goes to to New England. So I just – I think that's it is – yeah, heck, even Denver today, uh, you know, Tuesday, retaining Von Miller, opting to pay that $7 million bonus. I think that had as much to do with the market for edge rushers as anything. They looked and they said, hey, we're not going to get anything better to replace him, and this is our guy in Von Miller. We could move on from him, but what are we getting that's better? 
Let's just keep him. Right. And I don't necessarily blame the Broncos because I think he would have been the top pass rusher on the market had they moved on. Yeah, me too. Other positions that seem to have been attacked uh, when free agency first started, the safeties. Safeties yeah. are teams value the safety position. I had a scout tell me years ago that finding a, a good free safety, especially if you're playing single high, was almost as difficult as finding a really good quarterback. So um, the safeties, those guys disappeared too. It, you know, and you, you've heard people talk about the fact that there were some good safeties in the draft, but there wasn't anybody folks were really talking about in the first 25 picks. You've heard Trayvon Moore and those guys mm-hmm. uh, being talked about, being uh, Richie Grant and a lot of those cats. I think those guys' value remains what it is, but it may have dropped a little bit. But the safety position, I think, dried up or, or has shown you the scouts that believe that the, those positions are a little bit dried up, too, in the draft. No doubt. No doubt about it. And it wasn't like there was a ton of safeties on the free agent market, but they went quick, right? The Browns land their guy on Monday, and, and, and you saw him go off the board very quickly. And you're right. There is no, like, Derwin James. There's no guy that you're like, okay, this this is the dude that you're taking in the top 15 or top 10 in hell. James fell to, to 17, I believe, back in the day, but he shouldn't have, right? And uh, and so that's that's one of the balances in that getting back to the plan of these teams, you have to marry the draft and free agency. And you do wonder, and unfortunately we don't have the full picture until really the end of the off season going into training camp. What do these teams plan on doing? How do they plan on addressing their needs? Where do they feel like, you know, free agency is strongest and where do they feel like the draft is the strongest? Because to me, I think this is a pretty good crop of receivers. I think Will Fuller is a great number two that could take the top off of a defense. I think Curtis Samuel hasn't reached his full potential. I think Kenny Galladay is a clear one, but none of those guys offer the value of a Jamar Chase, of a Devontae Smith. No. You know, of a Jalen Waddle, if you get him, of a Rashad Bateman, of a, you know, and you could go on and on and on about wide receivers. And if you think you can get a guy that can give you be 80% of Kenny Galladay and you're getting him in round two and he could start for you as a rookie, well, then why the hell would you pay Kenny Galladay 15, 16, or $17 million a year? Right. Those tackles are going to fly off the board. We didn't see a lot of movement outside of Thune and a few other guys, the center. But we will see a lot of those interior offensive linemen fly off the board. The receivers, of course. I think the quarterbacks will come off early, but there won't be a rush to play them. I think they're going to try to Patrick Mahomes, a couple of these guys, because of the veteran movement we've seen from places like Washington and the fact that Teddy Bridgewater still makes $20 million in Carolina. Those teams may take, and Matt Ryan is in Atlanta, you may see those teams take quarterbacks but they won't be rushed they, they'll be brought along a little bit slower than their draft position uh says they will i think you're going to get value at corner because there have been a lot of movement at corner but i think some of the corners that like the guys like certain and all of those those dudes that were ranked really high i think you're going to see a lot of value you're going to see a lot of playoff teams be able to reach out and touch some of those dudes and put them on the team that's a good that's a good observation and heck your jags are at 25 maybe that's that's the route they go. They had just signed a Griffin to a three-year deal. Well, that doesn't mean you don't draft a corner. Well, if they do, if they if they sit there at 25, I think it's Asante Samuel Jr. because they need a nickel. Sure. They and need a nickel. He, he could come in right away. Yeah. Right? And, and, and so 
Yeah, I agree with you. I, that, that's a, that's a good observation. I think the one team and it's America's team that is looking at corner right now at number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. I think Cowboys fans are just, Hey, who's it going to be? Take your pick because they need a corner. It's going to be either the kid out of Virginia Tech or the kid from South Carolina. It has to be. And they might take certain, but I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a scheme fit for them, but it's one of those three or Farley. Yeah, yeah. I think Farley's probably the leader. I would say, or they may get greedy. Could they get greedy if they're sitting at if they're sitting at ten and, and Jalen Waddle or Pitts is sitting there? You gotta think that Jerry is like, oh my god, Pitts. Yes, I, I don't think Waddle. I got as it. Crazy I, as it would be, I got it. But in, in this league, when you think, who's everybody looking at? Everyone's looking at Tampa with all of those receivers, mm-hmm. and they're looking at the Chiefs with Tyreek. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're probably just going, God, if we could just take him and put him right there. Because they got a decision to make next year. It's, it's not on the kid from Oklahoma, obviously. He's in the second year. What's the other kid that they have on the team? It's not – of course, they got nope. Cooper. They got another kid. They got oh, a – Oh, it's – um Gallup. Gallup. Michael, Michael Gallup. Gallup. They can't pay him. I kept thinking of Michael Pittman Jr. I'm like, yeah, but no, they, that's can't, not they, him. Can't, they can't pay him. They can't pay no. him. Knowing, knowing they have knowing they have – uh, the kid at Oklahoma mm-hmm. that they just got, they still paying Amari, right? They can't pay Gallup, but you know, know what they can do? They can replace him. They can trade him. They can, and they can replace him right now with Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Dallas is sitting in the catbird seat as much as they need defense. They sit. If I was Dallas, I signed Patrick Peterson. I give him a, a minimum. I say go play corner, even though you might be a little bit slow. That's all right. We'll we'll get over. And then I, you, if Dallas has a second or third round pick, I pick a corner. But I would really, really consider giving my quarterback, who I just gave all that money, give him every single weapon possible and just go out and beat people with their weapons. I'm not going to argue it because I'm all about surrounding your quarterback with weapons. If you if you think and they obviously think Dak's that dude, well, then give that dude all the tools in the toolbox. And, you know, it, it could also be a Sewell or Rashawn Slater, I guess. Maybe they could go offensive line. But it's a deep offensive line class. I like the top three wide receivers more than I like anyone not named Sewell in the yeah. offensive line at 10. So yeah. if, if Waddle's there, even if Devontae Smith is there, he can take the top off. He can. Like, don't forget that. he's a, He feels more complete than Waddle, I guess, because we saw him in the screen game and all that. But the idea of – and maybe they trade Cooper. Maybe that's what they do. And, and they use that veteran to go elsewhere, and they have a trio of, uh, you know, of youngsters, essentially. CeeDee Lamb, one of those wide receivers, and then the kid out of Colorado. I, I – Either it's, way, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. But you know what? We ain't got to do it all today, man, because I know we could go on all day here on a Wednesday. Those guys that's coming up tomorrow. They got a lot of information. So every Wednesday here on Locked On Wednesday is James Rapinoe, Tony Wiggins. We're giving you the best information, trying to break it down. The first two segments is what's going on. The last segment is usually NFL draft. And it's getting closer and it's getting easier to talk about the draft because we've now seen what teams are doing in free agency. James has been fun, man. We'll get back on it. We're going to probably continue this conversation off air, by the way. We'll be talking until tomorrow morning. But we got to let these people go, man, so they can get ready to enjoy their day. But for Tony Wiggins and James Rapine, until this time next week, keep paying attention to free agency, man, and keep writing it down, monitoring it. And now it's a good time for you guys to do your mock drafts because now you know who these teams have gotten in free agency and have filled some of these holes in. So until next week. You take care of each other and wherever you get podcasts, please subscribe and hit the subscribe button. And until next week, we'll see you. James Rapine and Tony Wickers for Locked On NFL.